We've got you covered. The Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by ElisaElana.com. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Well, last weekend, if you joined us, you heard from Wayne Nelson with Little River Band. He shared a few stories from the height of the band's success. And now he's talking about the live shows and concerts. Now, I saw you guys maybe four or five years ago, and I thought your sound live was incredible. So I want to know, how important is your sound guy to you? He is the most... Look, any one of us could have a bad night, and all he's got to do is shut us off. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, um, yeah. Or, or duck us in the mix. Our sound guy receives as much praise as we do because, you know, we play music in places that were made for hockey. We yeah. play music in places that were made for conventions, uh-huh. made for dinner. You got to be not too loud. You got to be not too soft. It's just got to be full. And our guy does that every single night. He is by far the most important person on the bus to me. <laughs> yeah, we get that. Because for a harmony group, a sound person is so integral. Yep. Absolutely. And we put our vocals out there like a horn section. Yes. You can't not have everybody being heard, but yet you still got to have bass and drums. You got to have the, the keyboards. He is integral to, you know, to the sound. He says back to us, you guys deliver me good stuff that's easy to mix. I don't have to duck anybody. I don't have to you know, dodge any bad noises or sounds mm-hmm. or bad vocals or whatever. So the mutual respect goes both ways. But a great band can be killed by a bad sound guy and oh, vice yeah. versa. So we, we work together and recognize each other's contribution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys structure harmonies pretty much the same for every song or do you vary? We vary a little bit, but we vary based on habit. We vary based on giving guys a rest. Okay. We try as much as possible to be in everybody's sweet spot. That's when you get that ping of the vocals where everybody's singing full out, strong, and right. they know they're within their capabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the best feelings. It's a great feeling. Mm-hmm. And you're not straining, you're just singing strong. Yeah. You know, people around you doing the same thing. Yep. However, there is one job in this band that is the high tenor part. When I joined the band, the high tenor part was starting to get overworked because... We tour a lot, we sing yeah. a lot, we sing hard, and that's the hardest part to recreate. And, you know, you turn 30, then you turn 35, and the tenor part is the one getting the most workout. So around 40-plus, mine started to burn out. Another guy came in, and we started to redistribute the, the vocals a little bit. And well, now we've got a, a new guy that's come in, and his is strong. So we keep turning the job over to somebody else, but... We do it in such a way that we respect the fact that we don't want to burn him out either. So when I can do it, I'll jump up and do it for a couple songs or a couple choruses, and then we pass things around. The low harmony guys, eh. Hey, 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 hey. Sorry, did I just tread on, (laughs) did I step on somebody's You just stepped on my vocal cords. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. We have that argument all the time. Well, thanks for keeping it here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Right now, we're talking with Wayne Nelson of the Little River Band. Okay, there are two people that I want to ask you about that you worked with. And one, of course, is George Martin, Beatles producer that you did uh-huh. the Time Exposure album with. What was that like? It was part of that wave, if you will. You know, you were asking about what was it like to step into the band yeah. and so on and so forth. The culmination of that first year uh-huh. and all of that stuff was picking a producer to move forward with to do the next record. And I wasn't aware of the inner politics of the band, but I certainly wasn't picked for my hairline or my pretty face. Let's put it that way. And one of the writers in the band politically was not getting along with or musically getting along with the lead singer. So there was 
method to his motive to want to get another singer in the band. I had never sung lead in the studio before, plenty wow. in high school and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I never sung lead in the studio. Mm-hmm. So here we go. We pick a producer, and it's George Martin who had produced the Beatles. Now, we're all Beatle fanatics. So we go to his incredible studio in the Caribbean, overlooking the ocean, and we're there for six weeks to make a record with the producer of the Beatles. And during the course of that, he says to me, you're the better singer for Night Owls. You need to sing Night Owls. And then he says to me, you're the better singer for Take It Easy On Me. You need to sing Take It Easy on Me, too. And then we'll move forward with the rest of the songs and, and so on. And those were surreal moments I bet for me. So the um, first time you sang lead in the studio was with George Martin. at George the- Martin at the helm. Wow. And, and singing Night Owls. And <laughs> Night Owls had started to go over well during the, the live set. So everybody was kind of geared towards, that's probably going to be released as a single. But to join the band and then have the first single after I joined to be night owls and then the second one was take it easy on me i'm like this is just too it it was literally surreal and bizarre i bet i'll tell you one funny story about working with george though we all of course wanted to pummel him with information about the beatles and yoko ono and blah 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 and by the way we were there just months after john lennon had been killed Mm. so it was emotional too to be with him for that and to talk about it but he said to us the very first day we walked in, he said, okay, I've been through this before. Here's the rules. We talk about the Beatles at dinner, and that's it. <laughs> so like little kids, we would wait for that 5 o'clock thing, and they actually, the Caribbean chef came out and rang a bell. We ran into the dining room at his place, and we, you know, had a list of questions, and we just powered through them for like, you know, 60, 75 minutes of, of Beatle talk, and then... Uh, and then it was over. Then we went back to work. So it was, wow. it was a very cool time. What very a neat experience. time. That's uh, so interesting that he had to put boundaries on when people could ask him those questions. You can see why, because it would consume his life. Well, absolutely. We were following up on two other huge pop bands who had just worked with him. One was America and one was Cheap Trick. Okay. And he had literally been through the drill. And he, he just said, <laughs> he just sat us down first thing up and said, you know, we can't spend our whole experience here talking about the Beatles. Yeah. I'll tell you one other thing, too. We begged him to play on the record because he's an amazing keyboard player, and he's got this... You talk about the total opposite of Little River Band. George Martin's musical mind is, is you know, is legendary, mm-hmm. uh, conducting the, the London Symphony Orchestra and writing and arranging for it. So we wanted him on the record, and it never happened, and it never happened. Finally, one day, we're cutting one of the last tracks for the album, and we saw him stand up through the glass, and... And he comes through the door and he just walks in. He's got this paper. He's already charted out the song and he just walks over. And you guys know what a Wurlitzer is, the, the, yeah. that little quirky uh-huh. down on piano. Mm-hmm. He goes over and sits down and plays a Wurlitzer part that just glued the track together. Oh, and mm-hmm. it was so cool. We were like, I am cutting a record with George Martin sitting in the Wurlitzer next to me. This is too cool. For what Wurlitzer. a moment. Pinch me moment. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So in that studio setting, when you were chosen as the lead for Night Owls and Take It Easy On Me, was that at all awkward for other members who maybe wanted to sing those leads or was it not like that well no it's i mean that's very perceptive it was very awkward mm-hmm. for the lead singer right and what happened was you know it gets delivered to capitol records capitol records says night is going to be the first single and yeah. take it easy me is going to be the second single mm-hmm. and they you know they laid out the game plan for the next year and a half yep. and i have to say rightly so as the guy that had sung the book for Little River Band up to that point, rightfully so, 
he said, if the new guy is singing the next two songs and none of us are getting along, what am I sticking around for? And so things got changed around to where he was added to the second single. And I don't fault him for it. I, I honestly don't. You know, a lot of people are like, well, you must have been really ticked off and insulted. Don't forget, this is the first time I'd ever done it. I'm listening to those songs going, I don't even like the way I sound on those songs. I, I can't really argue with the guy that he has this position that he needs to yeah. speak his piece. I really right. did so understand it, and it was an awkward thing. But about a year later, he and the other guy went toe-to-toe, and, and he was he quit. He left. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like everybody's... Yeah. Now all the Australians are pointing out the new guy, the new guy. The new guy is pushed. You know, I said, I didn't have anything to do with it. As a matter of fact, I voted against it. Yeah. Because there goes the songwriter and the lead singer of the band. I just joined. Right. And I'm having a great time here. But no, I don't want to replace the lead singer of the band. That's crazy. Yeah, that was not your intention. Yeah, yeah, you're like, don't blame me. <laughs> Doug, please. Yeah, this was not my call. I didn't even have a vote at that point. I just said no. Right. Well, we're talking with Wayne Nelson of the Little River Band here on the Mulberry Lane Show. And at the top of hour two, we'll be back with more from Wayne and the story behind the music. Here's Take It Easy On Me. It used to be so easy to be your lover. We wandered through the days like they had no end. But now that you are gone, I'm undercover I just can't think about you as a friend 